Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So today's going to be a tough show because there may be um, there may be a divorce here for some of us. And you know, that's okay. No, I mean it. There's going to be a divorce here for someone. I'm not going to sit there and read all night, you know, go F yourself, traitor, scumbag, all the other things. I'm not. Um, I'm not going to do that. It's easy for people to do that, you know, keyboard warriors type to me, all this stuff, who've never done anything themselves of any substance, to sit there and type to me all these things, uh, critiques about stuff. And I've warned you for a long, well, you know, what's this about? You're saying, you know, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, nobody will ever tell me what to discuss on my show, ever. It is my show. I discuss things, and there are reasons I discuss them when I discuss them and when I don't. And for the people sending me, I, I mean, literally, death threats, saying they wish that I had been aborted, calling me a traitor to the country, after leaving my job, running for office three times, nearly going bankrupt doing it, traveling around the country in support of other candidates, and being a loyal ally to Donald Trump from day one, from day one, I got to tell you, I'm not in the best of moods today. I got a lot to get to. It's not just that. There are other things I've warned you about in the past. And I mean, if, you're, if this show's not for you, it's, that is A-okay. I am here to do the right thing. I am not here to do the easy thing. And there is a reason I do what I do. Nobody tells me what to talk about, when or why. There's a reason. I specifically talk about things at a specific time and don't. I'm not just making it up. I've got a lot of stuff to get to today, but on some a good note, well, not a good note, but kind of a bad note, but uh, producer Justin is his last day today. He's got to go back to school. Come on over here. Say hello to the audience. Just give you a bit. I mean, we, you haven't met producer Justin yet. It's his last day. He's going back to school. Come on over. Say hello. I want to thank you. For your excellent work. Just so you got hey, Justin, seven Bend feet down. tall. Yeah, in front of the camera. That's you Justin. Hey, you can see Justin right there. Right, Justin. So thank you for your hard work. Man. We appreciate it. Justin's a good man, a very good man. I mean, he volunteers at the local church. Uh, he does really great stuff, and he's a great kid, uh, really, with a lot of morals and values and some dignity. And I, it's an honor to have worked with him for as long as we have. We're going to miss him, though. He's like, what are we going to do without Justin? I'm like, I don't know. We're going to have to find a solution until Justin comes back. So a lot to get to today. Hey, uh, protect your data from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Joe, on a lighter note, before we get to the tough stuff, it is Friday, which is always a good thing. Yes. So please, your worst 1960s game show voice. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. Well, that was a, you know, yeah, it was a, <clears throat> you were saving it. I remember yes, Joe I had an outburst on Monday, kind of slow, was slow <laughs> Tuesday through Thursday, but it's I guess you were saving it for that. You did. <laughs> but that was okay. Okay. I don't mind the occasional outburst. All right. All right. Let me get this. I got a lot to get to today, folks. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm really, it's time for us to prioritize what the real fights are here. Um, it's important. Listen, there are a ton of VPN providers out there. You probably heard of a couple of them. And some of them, you, uh, some of you may have used the, never used a VPN before. I do my research. I don't just pick any sponsor. I only recommend products I believe in and use. It's important. If I don't use them, I got to tell you to use them. I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market today. Here's why. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. There are lots of really cheap or free VPNs out there that make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server. It makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Second is the speed. It's super fast. I've tried other VPNs. Many slow your connection down. They make your device sluggish. I've used ExpressVPN for years now. My internet speeds are blazing fast, even when you connect to servers thousands of miles away. You can stream HD quality videos with zero lag. Last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. You don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app, click on one button to connect. It's so easy. You know, listen, even the non-tech savvy folks in your family can use it. It's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and many other tech experts rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the market. 
So protect yourself with a VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash Bongino today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. <laughs> Whoa, loud bell today. Oh, what? Woke yeah. me up. Sheesh, maybe I need it. Oh, it's like a smelling salt right there. <laughs> okay, so again, thank you to producer Justin. You're a good man. We wish you the best. And uh, we, uh, you have an open invitation to come back anytime you want. Here's what the opening was of the show was about. Folks, listen, I'm a public figure. I don't have a thick skin. I've said a thousand times. I know a lot of people go, oh, gosh, I got such a thick skin on this. But no, it does bother me. It bothers me because my credibility matters. My integrity matters. And I do things because I have a, there's a reason I do things. There are things I know and I hear about. And there's reasons I've, I've said to you a thousand times on this show Joe, you can vouch for me, but with me from the beginning. I don't need to be first. I need to be right. And there's a reason. Because when you're wrong, it's over. Nobody trusts you again. There's a reason for that. And I've been taking it from both sides, which is fine. The liberals I'm used to. I mean both sides of our, the establishment people and the, you know, uh, anti-establishment people. Everybody's got an opinion about what's going on, which is okay. It's my show. But folks... I do what I do, and I talk about what I talk about for a very, very specific reason. Having said that, on one end of it, I promised you resolution on the Fox thing, which, again, people on social media channels, you let this happen. I didn't let anything happen. I spoke to you on Monday about an edit on my Fox News show, Unfiltered, during the interview with Donald Trump. You can go back and listen to the Monday show. It's called About the Interview with Donald Trump. I promised you that day resolution. Because I wasn't going to let it go. I promise you I wouldn't let it go. Again, despite the hundreds of messages from people who claim to be supporters, I'm convinced they're not. They're just trolls. It's like, oh, you thought we'd forget. <laughs> I swear, your worst enemies are people on the inside sometimes. I did get resolution, as I promised you I would. The problem has been fixed. The full interview with Donald Trump has been loaded to the YouTube account. I apologize to you. I personally, personally, and the president can vouch, apologize to President Trump. I did not authorize the edit. I did not condone the edit. I was unaware of the edit. However, that's not an excuse. Please hear me. That's not an excuse. It's my show. I should have checked. I didn't. I didn't think to. That's my fault. It's not some virtue signaling nonsense. It's my fault. I take, I personally apologize to the president, who, by the way, was very gracious and said he doesn't need an apology. He didn't think I had anything to do with it. But it's my show. The full interview has been restored to the Fox News YouTube channel. Told you I wouldn't forget. You had my word. Okay, now, moving on. Because there is a lot of stuff to get to on this Friday. And I'm going to get to this other thing in a minute, what I was talking about at the beginning. By the way, it's not what you think. I know a lot of people are, it's not, it's not what you think. You stay with me through the show today. I'm a little, it's been a long couple of days. The moral decay of the left, folks, is now near complete, as you can see from this Fox Business article. Majority of registered Democratic voters now prefer socialism to capitalism, Fox News poll finds. Folks, this is really stunning stuff, okay? Look at this poll. This poll taken between August 7th and the 10th showed that 59% of registered Democrat voters who participated had a positive view of socialism compared to 49% who felt that way about capitalism. Back in February, it was only 50%. Folks, the moral decay of the country is, is increasing at a rapid rate. And if we don't really figure out who our enemies are soon and learn to join forces and link shields, we are never going to win this fight. I've insisted on that from day one. We have to understand we are the, the real fight is coming from one very specific side. Now, what bothers me most about this poll is the people being asked if they have a positive view of socialism. I can assure you don't even know what socialism is. Socialism is the government control of the means of production. That is where a government entity that identifies as socialist, Marxist, communist, it's all the same thing, don't let them tell you otherwise, controls the means of production, the factories, the service industry, all of it. 
They control it. So if you belong to a job and get a paycheck from a private employer and you enjoy that job, you are not a socialist. You are a hit talker with an S in front of it. You don't know what socialism is. You don't support socialism because you practice something else. So please stop lying. The 59% of the Democrats in this survey who support socialism will consistently tell you, we're talking about Sweden. Sweden is not a socialist country. Can you please stop being this stupid all the time, at least one day a week? That is not socialism. It may be a big government nanny state. That's what it is. It may be a, a, a form of governmental paternalism. That's what it is. It is not socialism. If you support Sweden, move to Sweden. That's not socialism. Making matters worse, the same people who responded to this survey probably have no idea what capitalism is either. Ask them to define what it is. They have no idea. Capitalism, I've argued repeatedly, is not even an ism in any sense. It's really just the economic freedom to do three things. And if you don't believe in them, lead by example and don't do these three things. The three things are what? Private property. You own private property. You have a phone. You have a pen like Obama. Didn't even intend that. You got a microphone. You got a car. You got a house. Give it up. There's a treasury website. You can sell your assets and you can donate that money to the government and be a true socialist. You won't because you're a fake. You're a phony. You're a phony. You're a total fraud on the left. You won't do it. I believe in socialism. You understand private property is antithetical to socialism and you own private property, right? I didn't mean I didn't know like socialism. I love socialism for them, just not for me. That's because you're a fake. Because you're a fake. Lead by example, sell all your stuff and donate the money to the government. I'd respect you more. I always talk about that story, that actor, Matthew Modine. I think he's a big liberal. I'm not even sure, but he's a big environmental liberal guy. Remember him from... Uh, what was he in that wrestling movie? He's been around. He's, you know, he's been kind of a, an, a B-lister for a long time. Not a D-lister, but I think a B-lister guy. When I was in the police academy, the guy's a big uh, environmental guy, whatever. I saw him driving around Manhattan in like a, a hundred degree day on his, riding around on his bike. I was like, all right, guy's probably worth a couple million dollars riding around his bike. I may not agree with him, but at least he's got the guts to stand by his convictions. Liberals don't. We like socialism. We own private property. No, you don't like socialism. You're a fake. What's the second part of it? Prices. Socialism doesn't have prices. Socialism has rationing. The prices are fake. There's no price mechanism because there's no free market. You don't believe in prices, so you believe in rationing. There's no third way to allocate resources. So you think things should be rationed. Rationed to who? Who should do the rationing? You haven't thought any of that through because you don't know what capitalism is and you're a fake. You haven't thought of any of that. Who should do the rationing in your system? No, no, I don't think we should have rationing. So you think we should have pricing? No, 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 I think we should just have a, a giveaway. To who? That's called rationing. Who does the giving away? You haven't thought of that. Of course you haven't. You're a Democrat. Third, wages. People out there say, oh, well, I'm a socialist. I hate capitalism. You take a wage, you collect a wage? Because there are no true wages in a socialist system. Are you aware of that? From each according to his abilities, to each according to his means. You are told what you do, what job you do. And you are paid a false amount of the money means nothing. It's irrelevant because there's no price system and no free market. You are told what to do. You don't get to trade your labor in a field you choose for a wage. You have a job you like, then you're not a socialist. Again, you didn't know that either. It gets really, really frustrating dealing with the stupidity. All right, let me address this other thing, too, I was talking about here in the beginning. Folks, I've been saying for years now, being part of this conservative content space, I am going to tell you the truth. I, there's nothing that will stop me. I have saved my money my entire life to be able to be free. I've sacrificed for a long time to be able to be free of the pressure people feel to say and do the easy thing and not the right thing. I'm not doing that here. I'm not doing it ever. 
I engaged and put my own money and reputation on the line because I knew a parallel economy was necessary and that big tech was crushing freedom of speech and other freedoms as well in the United States. I did that, and I've supported others, by the way, who you would consider competitors to us. I had supported uh, Parler. I still have an ownership stake in Parler. I also have an ownership stake in Rumble. That doesn't mean I agree with everything Parler did. I have an ownership stake in Rumble, too, because I believe in doing, not talking. Doing matters. I've also supported others. You've heard me on this show countless times. You can go back and listen. The proof is in the pudding. When I mention alternative platforms, did you notice I don't only mention my own? I don't only say go to Parler and Rumble. Don't do anything else. I don't do that. I don't. I have mentioned Getter. That's Jason Miller's site. I've mentioned CloudHub. That's Jeff Brain's site. I've mentioned Gab. That's Andrew Torba's site. It's there. You can look for it. It's there repeatedly. Because it doesn't matter if I win. It matters that we win. It's not important for me. Again, I've saved my money. I'm okay. It's not important for me to become a tech billionaire. What's important to me is that we are allowed to speak freely in a free constitutional republic. And if the sites I'm involved with are the winners in the end, that's terrific. If we're partial winners and other competitors emerge that are great too, that's fine too. But I'm really tired of getting attacked by other people who don't see it the same way and make it all about themselves. One of them is this joker from Gab, Andrew Torba, who I'm really sorry if you've been fooled by this guy. But this guy cares about one thing and one thing only, and that's himself. We had a great day yesterday with Rumble. Really the first viable YouTube competitor for video. That has really exploded. I am an investor in Rumble because I do. I don't talk. And what happens today? You got this guy again. Now, for those of you out there, Dan, we should take this stuff offline. Don't tell me about that. I I promoted this guy's site. Tell this guy. Because it's all about him. If he's not the center of attention, he attacks everyone else. So we sent out some bizarre newsletter today attacking Rumble. And it's funny how he always deceives people and people buy. So Rumble is supported by a million-dollar investment from a Facebook guy who invested in Facebook. You know what he doesn't tell you? He leaves out the name of who the Facebook guy is deliberately because he's a clown. The Facebook guy was Peter Thiel, who is a tech investor, who invests in a lot of things, who, by the way, spoke at the RNC, the RNC where Donald Trump was nominated. He leaves that out, which is kind of convenient. And by the way, he's one of many investors in Rumble conservatives and just business people otherwise who are sick and tired of the attacks on free speech. Then he proceeds to attack uh, Rumble because we've tried to bring on people who believe in free speech who may not be conservative. Tell me how that again is fighting for. So you're Andrew Torba from Gab. You're fighting for free speech. Rumble brings on people who aren't conservative, but actively believe in free speech and support it. And you're the free speech guy. Attacking them. Explain how that works again. So Tulsi Gabbard, who I would never vote for and vehemently disagree with on a number of issues, but who was a big supporter of free speech. And Glenn Greenwald, again, not a conservative, but a journalist who supports free speech. They come on the platform. You attack them and you're the free speech guy. Explain to me again how that works, you fraud. I will continue to promote Torba's site as an alternative to Twitter and others. You have others out there. You have Parler, which I'm involved in. You have CloudHub. You have Getter. And I hope one, if not all of them, succeed. However, I'm not going to sit back anymore and listen to clowns, losers, and frauds take pot shots out there as these, these fake evangelists for the cause who are only evangelists for one cause, and that's their own. Torba. Did you see a few weeks back when Donald Trump, uh, they came out that he may have his own social media platform? He attacked Trump, too. Everybody's a fake. but So really, so me, Peter Thiel, Donald Trump, his family, every the Rumble, everybody's a fraud but Andrew Torba. Do you believe that? 
You his people. I get I get hate. I get nasty grams from his uh, supporters all the time. He's a real warrior for the. He is. He's the only warrior. Has no other warrior for the call. Him. Everyone else is the enemy. Trump, Teal, me, Rumble. We're all the enemy, but him. Well, why is he having another one of his childlike temper tantrums, which he has all the time, because he hasn't been able to produce what he said he's been able to produce? Well, because we had a big day yesterday, and it's sad he tried to stomp on it. You know what? Let me get to that in a second because I got I to gotta take a break here. And it's best I kind of calm down. It's been a rough week here so far. Facing a lot of fights here, really. And a lot of them are from the inside. And I just wish we could link shields in the cause of liberty and freedom. But we can't. We can't. I've warned you a long time ago. I will continue to promote competitors, alternatives, all that stuff. Others won't. The fight is not about liberty. It's about them. And I just wish people would see the difference. It's the toughest show I've done in a long time. I may lose some of you, but that's okay. I'm not sacrificing my principles for anything. Not for Fox, not for Gab, not for anyone. It's not happening. They did the right thing, and that matters. You want, me to, you want to just give up all these things? We need platforms. We've got to be able to speak. We can't be attacking each other all the time. We can't. We have to be able to speak. It's important. Things happen. People screw up all the time. we got to be able to fix it and link shields and fight the 30-front war ahead of us, not turn the spears the other way towards us. It's not working. Listen, in case you missed it, Biden decided to go to Chicago this week to meet with Mayor Lori Lightfoot to discuss gun violence. If you feel safe, you feel safe in Chicago. Years ago, I wouldn't have given civilian body armor a second thought, but these days, uh, those days sadly are gone for a lot of the country. It's, listen, these cities are descending into madness right now. Spartan Armor Systems is the most trusted name in concealable body armor for both law enforcement and private citizens. It's the only one I trust enough to recommend. I have their products. They use an independent NIJ certified lab to scientifically verify the ballistic performance of the American-made body armor. Whether you're looking for concealable armor to keep you safe in the streets of rifle-rated or rifle-rated body armor for emergencies, Spartan Armor Systems has the highest quality products and service bar none. Go to SpartanArmorSystems.com. Get your 100% American-made body armor today. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN. You might not be able to trust government to keep you safe, but you can keep yourself safe. Trust Spartan Armor Systems. SpartanArmorSystems.com. SpartanArmorSystems.com. That's SpartanArmorSystems.com. Use offer code Dan, D-A-N, my first name. Really good stuff. I've got a bunch of their products. They're fantastic. Okay, so we had a big day yesterday uh, with Rumble. Rumble has been a godsend for me and others as an alternative to get my platform out here. And I appreciate everyone who's gone there and has downloaded my videos, Donald Trump's videos, um, and others. There are a bunch of people on Rumble. So big tech, of course, big media, liberals and big government, the symbiote went on the attack yesterday because we picked up a couple of non-Republicans who are interested in free speech and they can't have that because they want to paint Rumble as some fringe right-wing lunatic site. Uh, that's their goal. That's what they want to do. So they lost their minds yesterday. So Jeff, Am- uh, Jeff Bezos's, uh, you know, Amazon Jeff Bezos, his Washington Post paper combined with big tech, YouTube, the liberals and big government to attack us. Attacked us for what? Well, if you watched Tucker Carlson's show last night, Tucker covered this story. I didn't, again, I did not talk to Tucker about it at all. He this, took this on his own. I didn't talk about this with Fox at all. This was the opening of Tucker's show last night, discussing Glenn Greenwald joining uh, Rumble. Check this out. Glenn Greenwald has been working on that for quite some time. He spent the last couple of months gathering a group of free thinkers and planning a move to an alternative video platform called Rumble. At Rumble, free speech is the whole point. They don't have censorship. You can say what you want, like you lived in America. So naturally, the totalitarians are infuriated by this idea. It's a challenge to their hegemony. YouTube, Susan Wachitsky from the marketing department, has pulled down at least one video promoting Rumble. Jeff Bezos's newspaper attacked it today. That means the New York Times will soon be on it, along with the Atlantic and the Daily Beast and all the rest of the Praetorian Guard. Your job? Ignore it. You know, they are liars. They are frantically defending a system that no one believes in anymore. Yeah, no one does believe in it. And he knows that. And sadly, this Praetorian guard 
of anti-civil liberties advocates, the big tech companies, the big media hookers, because that's what they are, liberals and big government have combined to try to take us down. Here's what I mean. Look at this yesterday. You saw this article in the Washington Post about Rumble? It was by Drew Harwell, who failed to make quite a few disclosures in this piece. It's a hit piece on Rumble. He says, Rumble, a YouTube rival popular with conservatives, will pay creators who challenge the status quo. Well, down in the piece, of course, in an effort to take a shot at Rumble, he cites a guy, Sirianne O'Connor. I don't even know if it's, I don't know if it's a guy or I'm not sure. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. Um, Syrian O'Connor, an analyst with the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. So he says this has become one of the main platforms for conspiracy communities and far-right communi- uh, communities in the U.S. and around the world. So the Institute for Strategic Dialogue is attacking Rumble in the peace, and the Washington Post is more than happy to parrot it. He says he's seen videos removed from mainstream sites reappear and multiply across Rumble. He worries that the site's growing prominence will give people a bigger megaphone to spread misinformation about the effectiveness or risks of vaccines. Do you hear what they do here? So the Institute, what is that, for Strategic Development or whatever the hell it is? Washington Post goes to them. Jeff Bezos, the king of big tech tyranny, who owns the Washington Post, his paper says, my gosh, our friends at Google who owns YouTube are under attack. We've got to do something to take down the first viable video contender to YouTube that's emerged. We are going to make sure we destroy them. So what does Jeff Bezos and the Washington Post do? They go to this Institute for Strategic Dialogue or whatever the hell it calls itself. It was a hit job, the Washington Post piece, and it was a coordinated one. But they didn't make a key disclosure about Syrian O'Connor and their Institute for Strategic Dialogue, which Glenn Greenwald, who is on Rumble now, was uh, more than happy to point out because he does actual journalism When you go to the Institute for Strategic Dialogue, like uh, Glenn did, you'll notice he has a couple of their funders highlighted. Oh, so we have governments that fund this. So big government, the United Kingdom, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. State Department fund the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. And in the private sector, oh, look who funds them. Google, Google Google.org, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, Drew Harwell, author of the piece, I mean, it's the Washington Post. No one takes Drew or the Washington Post seriously anyway. We get that. But for the 1% of people that actually believe the Washington Post is a serious journalism outfit, maybe in the future it would be a good idea to disclose that your people you're using to attack Rumble work for Rumble's com- work for an organization funded by Rumble's competitor. Maybe that's a good idea. When was the last time you heard me mention Rumble or Parler without mentioning in a disclosure that I am an equity owner? When did you hear? The answer is you've never heard that. Uh, because I believe in ethics and honesty. I have no problem with disclosing things because it's the right thing to do. Drew Harwell, who pretends to be a journalist, does the easy thing, cites the Institute for Strategic Dialogue or Development or whatever the hell they are, and it never mentions the fact that, yes, by the way, they're funded by Rumble's, uh, by Rumble's competitors. Kind of weird huh? how that happens every single time. By the way, I got an Ask Dan coming up later your questions, so I'm gonna be sure to get to that. But I want to get to a few things first. You know what? Let me get to my uh, my third sponsor because I'm running a little bit behind today. Again, I'm just frustrated by everybody insisting out there, people on the side, that somehow the show is guided by anything other than ethics and morals and the integrity of what I believe in. I'm sorry, but that's not what's happening here. This show is we're committed to that. It's all that matters. All right, Rock Auto, Joe Armacost's favorite sponsor because he's a do-it-yourselfer mechanic himself. Change stores. They have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Did you know that? RockAuto.com. Their prices are the same for everyone, and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, you know, like the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone. It doesn't require a membership or an account login. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog, it's unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Joe, can you vouch for us there? Oh, yeah, very easy. Easy to navigate? Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Joe, seriously, he's not messing with me. Joe's a big customer there. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com 
are always reliably low, and the same for pros. And do-it-yourselfers like Armacost. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us one favor. There's a how did you hear about us box on the website. Just write Bongino, my last name in there, so they know we sent you. We really appreciate that. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. I used to sing the end of it, and I broke way too many speakers, so I stopped doing that because my voice is so old. Thank Joe's you, a professional. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's all right. That's good. I get it. I get it. I will dig once in a while. It's okay. Oh, I appreciate that. We've been together long enough. I'm, I'm comfortable enough. All right, folks, moving on. So, um, you know, the Biden administration is lying to us about COVID and the border, and the evidence now is everywhere. I'm going to go through this segment quick because it's important that you see the misinformation campaign that, ironically, the Institute for Strategic Dialogue says Rumble's engaged in is a misinformation campaign itself. But notice how they never call out the Biden administration for a, a, a easily provable misinformation campaign on COVID and the border. Here's what's going on at the border. Mark Morgan who's a terrific guy, was the former CBP commissioner, Customs and Border Patrol, gave an interview yesterday, and he has sources on the inside. He gave a stunning number. Paul Bedard covered it in the Washington Examiner. You can see it in my newsletter, this article today, that the DHS, they dropped 40,000 COVID-positive migrants into U.S. cities. Mark, Mark Morgan said, you think his sources aren't good? 40,000. Even worse... Here's another article from the Washington Examiner by Anna Giaratelli. We put, we put it up uh, earlier in the week. 40% of migrants released into Texas border city test positive for COVID-19, officials say. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to be crystal clear, and I'll get to it in a second. The Biden DHS themselves have noted that this is factually correct, that many of the migrants entering the country illegally are, in fact, COVID positive. That is not open for dispute. It is official court filings we'll get to in a second. But they're lying to you. They're lying about COVID. They're lying about the border. Biden and the administration are lying about Texas. And they're lying about Florida. Please do not trust these utter buffoons. I am begging you. You will be misinformed and you will make poor decisions. Here. Remember CNN? Here it is. Fact-checking claims that migrants on the southern border are to blame for COVID surge. Folks, I just gave you the data. Are they exclusively to blame for the COVID surge? No. Do they have blame for the COVID surge? If you believe in virology, you're telling me you're going to dump 40,000 COVID positive patients around the United States and it's not going to even remotely impact the surge? Can you be that stupid? The answer is yes. You work at CNN. Of course you can be that stupid. So they're lying about that, CNN, because that's what CNN does. And again, it ties in. I like to keep a flow to the show, to the narrative of today's show, how big tech Big media, liberals, and big government all combine to lie to you and misinform you. Notice how CNN immediately jumps in to defend the Biden administration, even though the Biden administration had to admit in court cases, we're admitting people into the country by the tens of thousands that are COVID positive. Notice how it all works together. Here's the media that got nailed in an outright lie. Here's a tweet by a guy named uh, Steve Dennis who says, hey, man, this is one heck of a correction. Oh, it sure is. An earlier version in a story, apparently in the Texas Tribune, stated that over a seven-day period, unbelievable, 5,800 children were hospitalized in Texas, according to the CDC. Whoa, that's serious, folks. Well, that number correctly referred to children hospitalized with COVID-19. Remember, not because of. Since the pandemic began, in reality, 783 children were admitted to Texas hospitals between July 1st and August 9th. Uh, yeah, Guy says, Joe, Guy says, don't worry, just an accident. Yeah, I'm sure. Ah, I'm yeah, sure it yeah, is. Yeah. It's amazing how the accidents only seem to affect Texas and Florida, Republican states, isn't it? 5,800 a week. Uh, the number is actually 700. Oh, my gosh. Really sorry, folks. Uh, you know, lie travels around the world before anyone even hears the truth. Here's a story we covered a few days ago. Texas led by a Republican. Florida led by a Republican. So the CDC apparently lied about that, too. CDT, CDC reports false COVID data for Florida and leaves major questions. Bonchi at Red State. 
The CDC's put out uh, data suggesting that Florida had a record number of infections on Sunday. Well, what did they do? They added two days' numbers together to make Sunday's number seem bigger, despite the fact that Florida gave them the accurate number. Please, I'm begging you, please, it is time to link shields and fight the 30-front war in front of us. Please, 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 I am begging you guys on this side. Please, we have to prioritize and triage our fights right now. Eating each other alive is going to rapidly destroy this place. Rapidly. I'm not talking years. I'm talking months. Here's a guy who gets it and knows that all of these lies are a big distraction from the chaos we're undergoing right now. Here's Ron DeSantis. He was on Tucker last night. He was asked about the CDC lying about the Florida numbers. Check this out a standard data entry and they uh they took three days worth of data put it over over two obviously made it look like it was a massive increase and um you know i don't know what exactly happened i don't know what the motivation is but as you alluded to uh the white house uh they're more concerned about uh, trying to attack me than actually dealing with the problems of the country i don't see them dealing with the border crisis i don't see them dealing with inflation obviously energy prices are out of control uh but yet they have this obsession with florida and um, look, obviously, we're cutting against the grain. We're standing up to federal overreach, and we're proud of doing that. Uh, but they should really focus on getting the job done that they were elected to do, and they're not doing that right now. Governor DeSantis gets it. This is all a big distraction, all of it. The country's in chaos. The Biden administration is absolutely committed to distractions. So the Biden administration is calculated. Trust me, this is a fact. They've calculated that if they turn the fire, if they turn the fire on Ron DeSantis, the Republican governor of Florida and Texas and lie about them and make things up, the hack, stupid media, CNN, the fact checkers and others won't report on the chaos the country's in and will focus their ire on Republicans instead. And the media dutifully plays along because that's what they do. Here's a moment, however, of rare honesty. New York Magazine did an interview. And they're trying to play this down. They say, hey, don't panic, but breakthrough cases may be a bigger problem than you've been told. What, it was CDC, were they misleading us again? They do an uh, an interview, I believe, with a a doctor from Harvard. And this interview is fascinating. If you haven't seen this, you should. We've been told these breakthrough cases are rare, exceedingly rare. But the, uh, the expert says, I think the message of breakthrough cases are exceedingly rare. You don't have to worry about them if you're vaccinated that this is only an epidemic of the unvaccinated? He says, eh, message is falling flat. If it was still the alpha variant, sure. But with Delta, plenty of people are getting sick. Plenty of transmissions going on. And my personal opinion is that the whole notion of herd immunity from two vaccine doses is flying out the window quickly with this new variant. It's probably going to fly out the window even more quickly with variants to come. Not to panic anyone, folks. I told you, we're going to have to live with this virus. But there are people out there who are telling the truth. You know, maybe we should listen to them and stop focusing like YouTube wants to crushing any conservative who speaks his mind on their platform. By the way, you didn't hear about this, right? The super spreader event, Obama's party and Martha's Vineyard. Why? Of course, because it reflects poorly on the uh, Democrats. So the 14 day change in COVID cases in Dukes County, Massachusetts, Martha's Vineyard. Remember where Obama had his party? Plus 2,050 percent. Again, folks, I'm not attacking Obama's party. I've said it repeatedly. Everyone should go and live their life and take the risks they want to take or don't take the risks they don't. I'm not attacking Obama for his party. I'm attacking Obama because he's a fraud and a hypocrite. And the media, because you are frauds and hypocrites too. If that was Donald Trump's birthday party in Martha's Vineyard and there was a 2,000% increase in the county it was in, you'd be reporting about it breathlessly, foaming at the mouth and screaming at the sky every day. But because it's Barack Obama, the chosen one, your messiah, your golden calf, you ignore it. And we have to go to truth tellers. What is it? Oh, yes, right. That is what we're hearing. Crickets at night. Nothing. Thank you, Joe. I forgot. We are. There was a sound effect there. Yeah. Crickets. You have to rely on Twitchy and other truth tellers to get you the truth. But again, keep relying on the media. Let's not turn the fight within, folks. We're not each other's enemy. None of us are going to be perfect. None of us are ever going to be as pure as the other one demands. 
The fight is that way. The fight is that way. It's not this way. All right, moving on, showing you how this is important and the media continues, continues to parrot leftist lies. Here is Brianna Keeler, who is, uh, we'll get to this. She's been training hard, folks. I'll get to that in a second. Brianna Keeler, who is a misinformation specialist from CNN, um, is really an embarrassment to the network. Uh, she's working her way up onto the medal stand of dopey talking head personalities. You know the rankings. Oh, Brian yeah. Stelter's been the gold medal winner now for, gosh, I don't know, Joe, five years, is it? Who knows? It's been a long time. He's it's an impressive king. streak, mm-hmm. I must say. Yeah, he is the king. It's up there with, like, DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Ripken's, it's up there with that. I mean, Cal Ripken playing in 2,000-plus games. It's one of those streaks. It really is. Uh, Joy Reid has moved in. She trained hard. She's now the silver medalist in the Dopey Talking Head Olympics. And um, Chuck Todd has been demoted to number three. Though he's trying hard. He's trying to get back into the medal stand in the silver position. Brianna Keeler's been working hard as well. So uh, we'll show her. She's training, so we'll get to that picture in a second. But here's Brianna Keeler on CNN um, saying a, a, a lie she either didn't know or was too stupid to figure out, saying, oh, yeah, the COVID thing has nothing to do with migrants at the border or anything like that. Apparently hasn't read the government's own documents. So check this out. You have hundreds of thousands of people pouring across every month. Not only are they letting them through, they're then farming them out all across our communities across this country, putting them on planes, putting them on buses. That claim is not based in fact. There's no proof of some large-scale importation of COVID-sickened migrants to Florida that could be blamed for the terrible infection numbers in DeSantis's state. And as we noted, hundreds of thousands of immigrants are being expelled. I, I, I literally just gave you the stories that this is that what Brianna Keeler just said is false. But Brianna Keeler's just either seriously what is there an option c she's either too stupid to read brianna keeler or she can read and she's a very skilled liar there's no option c she's either dumb or she's a liar here's uh ryan savidra did some homework on this he uh, he had highlighted brianna keeler's lying uh on the air and he's waiting for brianna keeler to correct herself because he states accurately so ryan who did actual homework that Biden's own Department of Homeland Security stated in court documents that are uploaded to CNN's website last week, quote, the DHS has also experienced significantly increased rates of non-citizens testing positive for COVID-19. That is on CNN's website where Brianna Keeler just said the opposite. Again, these people are liars and frauds. Now, Brianna's training hard to get on the metal stand. She, she's trying to, she may be going for number two. So they got a photo. Thank you, gentlemen. There's Brianna. She's practicing hard. She's training. It's a, that's a very nice front squat. Is that a, is that, what is that? Is that a clean and snatch? I don't know what the clean and jerk, clean and jerk. Okay. She's training hard, training on the shoulder development right there. She's working on it. So we'll, we'll see where she gets. She may get on the metal stand soon. She is really trying hard with her history of lying or outright ignorance and stupidity. So, um, nice work. Is that a, is that a is that a real picture? Did you get is that real? Is that a real shot? Yeah, it's a real shot. I don't think the face is real, but that's a real, <laughs> <laughs> real to me. Fact checkers incoming. Fact <laughs> fact checkers. It's a joke. It's a joke. She's not really doing the clean and jerk in the Olympics. Fact checkers. Okay, lead stories. Lead stories. That's not a real photo of Brianna Keeler. Okay, Politifact. You got it. Because this is what these idiots do all day. This is, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up with the fact checkers. I Don't laugh. They may actually do that. All right, let me get to my last sponsor, and then we got to jump to questions with Dan. And then we're going to go a little bit out of order. Uh, my final sponsor today, listen, I live with chronic pain. It sucks. It's part of life. No snowflakes here, though, right? But what do I do? I, t- I use Omax. It's been terrific. It's more than just discomfort. It affects everything, working out, sleeping. Even hanging out, my shoulders droops uh, when I'm sitting in a chair sometimes. It really hurts. It's been ongoing for weeks now. It hasn't improved. For you, if it hasn't, try something else. If you're looking to get rid of those nagging muscle and joint pains immediately and get some long-lasting relief, try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFree CBD Roll-On. It was developed by Omax Health. It's a non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. So roll, you just roll it right on. It works for me within 30 seconds to a minute. The best part is it's 100% natural, CBD-powered remedy. 
Works its magic within 10 minutes of application. Like I said, for me, it's a lot quicker than that. And relief lasts up to eight hours. Paula uses it on her neck. She uses it when she gets migraine. She puts it on her neck. It lasts a lot longer than a lot of these over-the-counter products. Oh, your, your wife's been using it? You see? I'm not. I'm telling you. I'm not messing with you. Stuff is really, really good. I give Guy some, too. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze CBD pain relief roll-on. The discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code BONGINO. That's OMAX, O-M-A-X, health.com, and enter code Bongino. Get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Try it. Pro athletes such as golfer Kyle Stanley use cryo-freeze CBD to recover both on and off the course. No messy creams, no terrible fragrances. Go to omaxhealth.com and enter code Bongino to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. This product's the real deal. omaxhealth.com, enter code Bongino to get 20% off and site-wide. All right, before I get to questions for Dan, which you've submitted on my Rumble account, and I appreciate it. Listen, cutesy time's over, folks. I told you that a long time ago. Parents are taking the gloves off, and now they're ready to fight. They are ready to politically and ideologically fight back against these crazy school boards pushing CRT and uh, all kinds of uh, divisive ideologies down their throats, mask mandates and otherwise. I don't know this woman. I've never met her in my life, but she wasn't having any of this crap last night. The mask mandate, she showed up at a school board meeting, and man, did she let the school board have it. This is about a minute. It goes on for a while, but this is about a minute of it. This is just beautiful. This is my cutesy time is over, hero of the week. Check this out. It's interesting to see all of you with masks now. You're kind of social distanced. What's the deal? I bet you when you're in a restaurant over the weekend, you didn't have your masks on, did you? Anyway, I was told tonight to be nice. Um, I, ha- I find it hard to be nice when I think of my kid being able to breathe all day in school. I would lay down my life for my child. And when I see tyranny like this, it is my child, my choice. Let me give you an example. Your chairwoman or vice chair who isn't here today. She is very proud to be earned the Planned Parenthood Advocates of Virginia's endorsement, access to reproductive care to protect the rights of everybody. So when it comes to abortion, she's okay, my body, my choice. But when it comes to our children, ma'am, let's get back to... This is about masks. When it's my body, my kid's body, his choice. I'm the parent, that's on topic. Don't disrupt me. You always do that. I'm talking about masks. I'm trying to be nice, but stop cutting us off. I'm serious. I love this woman. I don't know who she is, but God bless you. I don't know you. I looked, I looked, I looked. I found it on Sebastian Gorka's social media feed. I don't know who she is. I don't even know the county. I only found it 10 minutes before the show. I will try to find out a name, a county, but God bless you, whoever you are. Cutesy time's over, folks. Cutesy time's over. She's like, I'm trying to be nice. But I'm not going to be nice. I'm sick of you losers. Good. Good. All right, let's get to the questions for Dan. You were kind enough to submit them. If you would like to submit a question, subscribe to my Rumble account. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. And you can submit a question, comment under any of the videos. Guy goes through them throughout the week and we uh, compile them and we try to pick some that uh, represent, uh, you know, we get some of the same questions. So we pick uh, questions that represent kind of a group of people. So here's what we got. Hey, Dan. I'd love to know where you are getting hope that this country can be saved. That's by Nensensen54. You know, uh, it's an easy answer. I have faith, folks. I have have faith. I'm not trying to push my faith down your throats, but I I am a Christian. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. You may or may not be, but I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud to openly advocate for that. And I believe that this is all a tryout for the second creation. I believe in my heart that there is a second creation and that the pain and misery and the suffering you put in today to fighting for the cause of liberty and freedom for everyone, people you don't even know in many cases, is your ticket to the second creation. You're going to be asked, I believe, like everyone else, what you did at the gates of heaven or whatever afterlife you may believe in, 
you're going to be asked for your resume for freedom and liberty and good deeds. What are you going to say? You know, I don't know if I'm going to get into heaven or not. I read The Case for Christ, and it was uh, a great book and made me question everything. Like, gosh, am I doing the right thing? It's a great book, The Case for Christ. If you haven't read it, that's going on our reading list. Makes a great point in The Case for Christ. He says, you know, think about it. People die for their religion all the time. That's not, that's not unique. They did. People have died for their religion throughout human history. They do it now. But very few people die for something they know to be a fraud, right? So he brings up in the book, uh, the author, in the case for Christ, he says, wouldn't it be strange if the apostles who martyred themselves, why would they do that if they knew the whole thing was a fraud? Question changed everything for me. What does that have to do with the country? I believe this country was blessed by the hand of God. This country shouldn't be here. We shouldn't. There is no reasonable, logical reason why this country should exist. We defeated the British Empire in a war we had a one in a million chance of winning. We defeated them again in 1812. We had a a one in a billion chance of winning. We defeated them in 1812, some have argued, just because of a thunderstorm in D.C. You know, we got through a civil war that probably should have annihilated us. We've been through the hippie era, which joke, it was probably worse than all of it. I'm kidding. Fact checkers, fact checkers, it's a joke. But we're still here. We've survived Joe Biden so far, Barack Obama, Jimmy Carter. We've survived it all. And not only are we still here, we're still the most prosperous, relatively free people on planet Earth. It's, there's no way there's not some heavenly intervention there. Listen, it may be pie in the sky stuff. You may think, I believe it. You asked me, I'm giving you my answer. God won't let us go down. He won't. But he's not going to let you sit by and not put skin in the game either. You know, he recruits warriors for freedom and liberty. You're one of them. So is that woman who stood up, by the way. I think we will be saved. It's my opinion. You know, you're free to feel otherwise but I'm never going to give that up. All right. Question two. Hey, Dan, how about a list of Republicans to look at during primaries to unseat rhinos? That's by Wayne 1957 Adams. Great question. Um, I mentioned one of them yesterday. We will be doing this during the course of the show throughout the year. The primaries are next year. We highlighted Catalina Lauf running against rhino Adam Kinzinger for an Illinois congressional seat. Uh, I think she's a great candidate, worked in the Trump administration, had her on my radio show. We're not only going to talk about him. Again, what do I always tell you, folks? Talk is cheap. You got to do. Well, my do is to bring people on my show and introduce them to a national audience. We also had another spectacular candidate in Alaska uh, primarying that rhino, Lisa Murkowski, a disgrace to the Republican Party, um, who has handed her seat basically by her dad. Um, Lisa Murkowski is being primaried by Kelly Chewbacca. Kelly Chewbacca in Alaska. If you're not supporting her and you're a believer in liberty and freedom and you're supporting Murkowski, I'm sorry, but I have to ask you, what are you thinking? So Lisa Murkowski's a Democrat. She's not even like a remotely a Republican ever. She's on the wrong side of every issue that matters. Kelly Chewbacca, that's your candidate. We'll be bringing up more and we'll be having him on the show as well. Again, you got to do. Talk is cheap. Uh, let's go to question number three. Hey, Dan. During your time with the Secret Service, did you ever work with counterparts or the intelligence services here in Britain? What were your impressions? And did your opinion change due to the involvement of Christopher Steele in the Spygate dodgy dossier hoax? That's from WeMac. Um, I did work with the United Kingdom Security Services, however, not in the UK. Um, I have not been to the United Kingdom. I've been all over Europe, but not there. But remember, they come here. So when you're with the New York field office of the Secret Service, What's in New York? The UN and the UN General Assembly, UNGA, as we call it, happens every year, right around September-ish, September, kind of around there, if I remember correctly. It was right around uh, the fall. So all these foreign digs, foreign dignitaries, call them digs because everyone in law enforcement, you got to have like jargon. Hey, foreign digs, you know, it sounds like cool to have jargon. So the foreign, right, everybody does that, right? Everybody loves jargon. It sounds cool. So foreign digs would come into UNGA every year and we would have to protect them. So I've worked quite often with their security services and they're very talented. They're very good. 
They have a different mode of security than we do in the Secret Service in the United States. It's kind of strange. They do more of a... I want to give up any of their secrets, obviously. But they do more of kind of a undercover thing. We're more out there. Earpieces, suits. But it's, it's not better or worse. It's just different. Um, I, thought they, I thought they were fantastic. Very skilled. Did my opinion of them change due to the Christopher Steele? Um, no. Because we don't work as much with the intelligence services over there, MI5 and MI6, as we do with the security services that actually provide physical security. So I would be lying to you if I said my opinion changed because it's hard for me to have one given that my experience with them, the intelligence portion, not the protection portion, was kind of limited. But good question regardless. I, uh, I like that a lot. Okay, we're doing good here. All right, next question. Hey, Dan, with all the money being spent by the Democrats, will it be possible to reverse the spending once we, the people, are back in control? That's by 0244 Patriot. You know, folks, the answer is yes, but it's going to require principled people with guts and spines, and sadly, they're few and far between. That's why these primaries are so important. Let me give you the good scenario, the bad scenario, and the ugly scenario. Let's do it in reverse. Unlike the, was that, was that the Lee Van Cleef show, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's go it in reverse, right? Let's do ugly first. The ugly scenario is we just keep spending what we're spending now. And my guess is we will be de facto bankrupt within 10 years. I say de facto because we can always print money and pretend we're not bankrupt, but we'll be effectively bankrupt because your money will be worth nothing. So you can say like, hey, I've got a billion dollars in the bank. Oh, my God, you're a billionaire. And then the billion dollars buys you a loaf of bread. Are you really a billionaire or are you a billionaire? You get what I mean? So the ugly scenario is we do nothing. And my prediction is we'll be effectively bankrupt in 10 years. The bad. The bad is, I say bad, not ugly, because it would maybe stop the decline but wouldn't bring back prosperity is if we put a cap on spending today. If we put a cap on spending today, said we are not going to spend any more outside of an adjustment for inflation, we would probably delay bankruptcy by maybe 20 or 30 years, your lifetime if you're in your 70s or 80s. But we would go bankrupt just later. What would be the good scenario if we elected we the people and people who support us? We would cap spending today at the nominal number, disregard inflation, and pledge to cut back spending 1%, 1% every year for the next 20 years. We would also reform our entitlement programs. We would say people 55 or older, we get it. You were made these promises. Promises were broken. However, you designed your lives around them. We are going to take care of you 55 or older. We get that. 55 and younger, I'm sorry. We don't have any money. There's just no money. I'm not going to lie to you. You're either going to pay taxes or we're going to give you benefits. Uh, you, you can't have both. If you want the benefits, you're going to have to pay 90% tax rates. If you don't want the benefits, we can leave taxes away. There's no other way. There's no other way. So that's the ugly, the bad, and the good. But we can fix it. The question is, we have people of the guts. It's a mathematical certainty we'll go bankrupt otherwise. All right, last question. <clears throat> Gosh, man, I thought I'd have time for this Cassidy stuff. I'll cover it on my Fox show this weekend. Hey, Dan, if the Democrats are not stupid, why are, the run why are they running the country this way? And what's really going on, it does involve China. Um, yes and yes. Yes, uh, <clears throat> the Democrats are not stupid. So it's actually kind of a no. The Democrats have planned for a long time to create a social entitlement state. The only way to do that and to get people to latch on to the government teat is to bankrupt them. And their only income source will be from government. It's also why they hate the police. They can't stand the police because the police involve law and order. There's no better way to create fear and chaos than to create fear and chaos in the street and get people to need government and seek more government. I know it sounds counterintuitive because the police are a branch of government, but fear and chaos are a coin of the realm for the Democrats. They enjoy it. They need it for you to sacrifice your freedoms. What's going on? It doesn't involve China. It does. China has been working with big tech and corporations and liberals in the United States for a long time. Whether the liberals in the United States know it or not, China has been promoting BLM and this other stuff to promote divisiveness in the United States to make sure it collapses and China succeeds in the end. China uses useful idiots in our media now. They tell American corporations what to do. That's why American corporations like Nike and others will support Black Lives Matter, even though they're a Marxist terror group. But they won't support attacking China and China's attack on the Uyghurs and political liberties. 
China's got a lot to do with it. All right, folks, I appreciate it. Um, unfortunately, I'm out of time. I had more to talk about. I will get to it on my show this weekend on Unfiltered on Fox, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Um, I hope you tune in. We have cleared up that situation on my insistence, and I appreciate Fox uh, taking care of it. I will be there Saturday night, 10 p.m. I have Dr. Marty McCarry, who is an expert on this vaccine. I'm going to get to the questions you have. Is antibody-dependent enhancement at work? Why is the vaccine not doing what it was projected to do? I'm going to get to all of that. Kids in schools, I've got a climate debate that has a new climate report out. You're not going to want to miss that. And I've got another uh, kind of surprise at the end, so check that out. Unfiltered, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Fox News Channel, Saturday night. I'll see you there. See you on Monday. Good day, sir! You just heard Dan Bongino.